welcome to a toast rom-coms. We are continuing our list about rom-coms that one of us hasn't seen, but the other one has. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. I'm James. He's Woo! back. We got a today. Very exciting. We haven't had someone else on in a while. I know. And, and I did my janky splitter thing, so now we don't have to put the headphone volume as loudly as we can and set it on the desk so we can hear what you're saying. Technology. Technology. <laughs> Except what you did is almost like anti-technology. I mean, it works. It works. That's all that matters. Uh huh. I feel like a more professional mixing board would have like connectors for each person's headphones. And we only have one, so that's why it's it was like a pain in the butt before. You're a pain in the butt. Boom. Take that, James. <laughs> Can oh. you recover from that? No, I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. I'll be back to two people. <laughs> um Yeah, so we're actually recording like back to back here, and we had a little bit of a political diatribe yesterday. Um, and I will, I wanted to say that everything that happened in the Capitol <laughs> really prevented me and James from fully enjoying the season finale of Cobra Kai. Do not, <laughs> do, don't put your disappointing Cobra Kai season finale in the same category as an attempted coup in Washington, D.C. I couldn't focus on what was happening and no one could because they were trying to overthrow democracy exactly so yesterday we rewatched the season finale of cobra kai not of overthrowing democracy and that's fantastic <laughs> okay i agree wow that was really lackluster yeah, but we can't say anything because it's very recent and you don't want to give anything away. Um, yeah. We did watch Karate Kid for the first time afterwards. As we did. We had a like four-hour karate marathon. Because <laughs> <We did. laughs> I turned it on and I was like, I think we should watch episode nine just, just for good measure and then watch episode 10. Because mm -hmm. I can't get enough Johnny Lawrence. Karate Kid is a wild ride. Karate Shockingly Kid. little Johnny Lawrence in Karate Kid. He, yeah. he probably is on screen for seven minutes of the entire movie. I can see that. He's not a very central figure. Uh, which is wild. That they turn it around and base the entire new thing on him. And it's great. It is great. You can't base it on Danny. Danny sucks. He's oh, just a it's cheese. So, so what's really fun is like I've known how Karate Kid goes, but never actually watched the whole thing. And to watch Cobra Kai first and see it from Johnny Lawrence's perspective is incredible. Because you're just like, he does suck. He did sucker punch him. He did do that. Twice. Yeah. It's great. I recommend it. If you guys haven't seen Karate Kid or haven't seen Cobra Kai, watch Cobra Kai, then watch Karate Kid. Different perspective. Again. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Maybe I'll do that. It would be like if they made a Star Wars TV show where Darth Vader's like, hey, the Rebels kind of fucking sucked. And then you'd go <laughs> back and you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. They did try to do that. It was episodes one through three. <laughs> 
It didn't work. Did they? <laughs> uh, That's funny. Uh, yeah, but uh, the ending scene. So here's the thing, too. And I don't know. Have you seen Karate Kid Part 2? Yes, multiple times. Oh, okay. So, and this isn't a spoiler because these are flashbacks in like season one and I think season one or maybe season two. I don't think that's true. I think these are flashbacks in season three. No, the one where Kreese like tries to beat Johnny with like the trophy or whatever. Oh, yeah. When he tries to uh, choke him out. I think that's the beginning of two. Okay, because we finished like the we finished Karate Kid, and I was like, "Where's this stuff? Like, where's yeah. this drama?" And like they kept saying that Mr. Miyagi like beat Crease, and I was like, "I where is this happening?" And I it's told big, I yeah. told Allison that it was an end credit scene, like a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the beginning of Karate Kid Part Two. And I remember it. Did we see the whole flashback of how Miyagi and Chris go at it? I don't think we did, right? No. I don't think so. Maybe that's what we got to do tonight, babe. Maybe we got to watch Karate Kid Part 2. Maybe. I I highly recommend. Better than Part 1? Um, Better in a bad way. <laughs> like a roadhouse way? So <laughs> is, par- is Part 2 the one in Japan where they had the flashbacks from this season? Because it yeah. seems like they turned the stakes up to a thousand <laughs> in the second one. Well, I mean, when Daily LaRusso has to save a little girl from a tsunami or like a hurricane or whatever it was. <laughs> a monsoon. And fight to the death as a 19-year-old. Fight to the death. I'd, I've never seen part three, I think. So we saw a couple flashbacks from season three to part three. And I don't remember that at all. I want to watch the next Karate Kid, which is with Hilary Swank. And that's on Netflix. I've never seen that. Have you seen the reboot with uh, Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith? Yeah, it's actually good. I I had seen that movie. It's decent. It's not the same, but it's good. So I will say reboots are tough. But after watching the Aladdin reboot that you strongly suggested, Marie, Mm -hmm. I'd be willing to give it a shot. I can't I can't advocate for the reboot of Karate Kid. Never seen it all the way through. I was so, entertained. Um I do like cuz the Cobra Kai you can't consider that a reboot. Like it's no. just redone. But I really like how they did that and I think that instead of redoing movies and things like they have been it's an interesting way like just to find a different storyline they can further the story with absolutely and then you can still cheer on people and it's new and it's fresh it's like following it's more than just following the same or what am i trying to say it's different than rebooting it because you're getting more of the characters that you know and love it's the mandalorian of the karate verse It gives you new stuff, but it also brings back all the old people. Yeah, exactly. Good way to put that. Great. The karate verse. (laughs) But we talk about rom-coms here. (laughs) And and pretty much anything else we want to. We talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Yeah. Listen to it. Uh, Probably not. I don't know if people will find this offensive, but like, 
I was reading articles and like screenshotting them and sending them to Marie and talking about like, is uh, John Kreese the one initiating this coup? Because this is his whole strike first, no mercy thing happening. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was it was unbelievable. I am still reeling, obviously, because it's only been like, what, 48 hours? Yeah. And I know people resuming like normal life because what else can you do? Right. But I would still like to see some action happening from Washington. So, Allison, why don't you go ahead and introduce the movie we're talking about today and give us the facts so we can get to this drink. All right. So the movie that I recommended that I had seen that Marie had not seen is the 2013 classic. I think that's okay for me to call something from 2013 a classic. Nope. Uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Never mind then. Okay. And I'm fairly confident that this is how you say the name. I'm pretty sure it's Dommel. I don't fucking know. Dommel Gleason. We can just call him Dom. Oh, I like that. Like um, Fast and Furious. Yeah. He's the new Dom in Fast and Furious. (laughs) Or we can call him Bill Weasley. Can we? Let's call him Toretto or whatever his name is. (laughs) It's about family. Family. And it was about family. I know. It is about family. Uh, Anyway, it also stars Rachel McAdams, um, Bill Nye, Lydia Wilson. Uh, Who's that? That's Kit Kat. Okay. And Lindsay Duncan and Richard Cordry. Uh, I would also like to point out that Bill Nye didn't have a name other than Dad. That's his character's name. So if you didn't know his name, that's why. Okay. I don't know anyone's name, so I'll be just referring to them as Dom and Rachel. Uh, It was directed and written by Richard Curtis. Man, I love it whenever it's a twofer like that because I don't have to look up shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So the drink that Allison picked out so we could get our ingredients ready earlier, it is the Lady in Red, which is kind of misleading as i'm looking at this drink it's more like the lady in iced tea color yeah. <laughs> because it's not red at all maybe like a burnt orange maybe so that's awesome um, it is southern comfort um grand marnier cranberry juice and then you fill it with champagne so and serve it in a martini glass i'm very curious it has to be super sweet, right? Maybe the champagne will cut that. Um, I don't know if you saw one of my friends from college commented on our joint account. We used we used to just do shots and shots and shots of SoCo oh. lime and vomit, but never learn until later. Uh, our big college drink, if it wasn't vodka and tropical punch Kool Aid, was Southern Comfort and Mountain Dew. Huh. It was sickeningly sweet. So that's what I'm imagining this is going to taste like. Huh. Yeah. Probably just as disgusting as your shots of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Cheers. 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 (laughs) Actually, I kind of like it. I don't. Marie does not. No, I can see. Do you think it's too medicine y? So. First, like first when it hits your mouth, it's like very champagne-y. 
and bubbly, and then like a weird taste kicks in, but I can't like put my finger on it. Hold on. I just think that's a Soko. Yeah, it, it. it tastes like. See what James thinks here. It's not bad. It has a little bit of a medicine-y aftertaste for sure. Okay. But like in the very beginning, it almost just tastes like a pop. Yeah. And then it's just like, then it gets a little bit like cough syrupy at the end. To me, it tastes like like I puffed on a cigar after the champagne-y taste. What? Let me... Follow that up with saying I've never taken a puff of a cigar, but that's what I imagine that would take. Maybe like a swisher sweet. <laughs> Look at you over there. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. So I will be following these up with my main blueberry gold peak iced tea, not a sponsor from. <laughs> My Hello Fresh boxes this week. Not a also. sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> oh yeah, I finally got Marie and Bernard hooked on the Hello Freshes. Nice. They're yep. good. So we got we did the two meals for four people this past week, but we had like a bunch left over. So I'm gonna see what the two meals for two people is like. Okay. You wanna give us a summary, Biatch? Yeah. So my, my badge hag. Yeah, Vag Hags for life. I came up with another one, and I don't know if you'll like it. Okay. Okay, I was thinking, what about (laughs) Slit Sisters for Life? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hard no. (laughs) I'm glad I waited for the podcast for that, though. (laughs) How about Slitsters? I don't, I think I like that even less. I like Vag Hags. Tragic Slitsters. Oh my god! <laughs> like, it's almost like Spinster. Yeah, that's why I said it. Oh. Because of what's her f- fuck. Bridget Jones. Yeah, she started this podcast. She didn't. It was crazy stupid love. <laughs> but she was early in this podcast. Uh, I like it. Uh, anyway, my Vag right, Hag. So stick it, stick it. Sticking stick with Vag Hag. Uh, you- I'll keep picking. Okay. So this movie about time <laughs> is about an adorable ginger man who not me, not my husband, <laughs> another one, um, whose father tells him on his twenty first birthday that all the men in their family can time travel. They can only travel. In their lifetime, though. Um, and so he says, you know, try to find a way to make it your life better and find the way things that really matter. And so basically he uses it to time travel. Um, he uses time travel to find his love of his life. And try to help his family. And hilarity ensues. Just kidding. Until you cry at the end. Yeah, does hilarity ensue? I laughed a lot until like the last 20 minutes. Okay, because Bernard and I were both There's Bernard, there he is. There he is. He said it's the worst movie. No, 
but it's so. Poor shit rom com. That is not our fucking rom com. No way. Early verdict in from Bernard. Did you like the movie Marie? Yeah, well, that no, it's the same room. <laughs> There's a wall between them. That's just the void in our relationship. <laughs> um, oh, I think I broke something here. Oh well. Um, I I gotta say, like, I'll never watch this movie again. Too sad. It was too sad. There and there was not a lot of comedy to like buffer the sadness. It was and it was way too serious of an end. I would put this firmly in the dramedy category instead of like a romantic comedy. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of dry humor. Like we both laughed. I laughed pretty good in the beginning and then it got very serious at the end. It's just like the last <laughs> 20 minutes are like a constant stream of tears. Is it the last 20 minutes only? Yeah. Because I remember checking the time for when this movie was going to end a lot. A lot. Oh, boy. And it seemed like it was maybe the last 45 minutes where I was like, oh, boy. What is happening here? I I laughed like almost every time that the playwright was on screen. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy him. He was hilarious and miserable. So you know how like we talk about the better the movie, the less notes we take. I took four and a half pages of notes. Okay. So okay. That's a, that's a lot. Two, three, four, five and a half. I came in with a hard zero. <laughs> <laughs> like always. <laughs> it was actually like surprising because at the end of this, like he was like, when are we doing the podcast tomorrow? And I was like, Oh, you're going to be on it? He was like, yeah, that's why I was watching it. I was like, oh, I don't know. The last time you watched a movie with me, you didn't do a podcast. <laughs> oh, no. I, you're getting... Yeah, getting the shutters. Um, I like how you said... <laughs> you say that now. And then when we first got on the microphone, you were like, I don't remember if I told you James was going to be on or not. <laughs> then you didn't even know. <laughs> no, she brought it up. She was like, oh, we can do the podcast tomorrow. And then I watched it. And then I asked when we're doing the podcast. She goes, oh, you're going to do it? I'm like, okay. You said. So I guess so. Nice. Well, I'm happy to have we you We had here. to share the sadness. It was so sad. It's a rough one. It's a rough go at the end, but it's a very heartwarming good movie thank you thank you it, it's supposed to it's be not a rom-com it, it's it not a rom-com. says that's what the category it's under yeah so it was appropriate behavior so it was me you and everyone we know i mean come on you can't put this movie with those fuckers you really hated this that much no i didn't hate it that much no okay. I'm, I'm just giving you a hard time on that okay they're the only ones i can remember because i'm using a different notebook all right. So, believability-wise, can we just like say there's time travel? So, maybe like if we suspend that unbelievability just saying we don't think time travel exists, so we don't believe you it. I don't know that. I, All the men in my family have been able to do it. Maybe it's a ginger thing. Mhm. Oh, what 
Except James's started when his he was twenty two. <laughs> it kicked in one year late. Yep. He goes, he goes in a closet and clenches his fist. I like that. That's all it took. I thought that was funny. It's like just go in your closet, close your eyes, and clench your fists. A toilet works in a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that was fun fun too. Just like how normal everything was and i thought it was cool that there were actual rules to it like you can only go back in your lifetime to places that you can remember and then like we'll get into some of the other things later i think i think i have like a specific point in mind where i'm like and the movie just turned way too serious okay okay we'll talk about it okay interesting would you like to kick off unbelievability, Marie? Okay. Um, I think that for me, one of the big, the not the biggest unbelievability, but my first unbelievability was just like how isolated this family seemed. Like when they first introduced them, they have tea together and they're at the beach together and it's only them and they all hang out and blah, 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 blah. And then they throw this huge New Year's Eve party. The New Year's Eve party was on my on high on my list of unbelievability because it seemed mostly young folk and it seemed a little wrong. What do you mean by wrong? Like it seemed weird that the family is throwing this party where it seems like a fucking rager. Like people are getting yeah, drunk, the people young kids are having weren't sex. excited for. Yeah. And I I think I don't remember if we saw the parents when we went to the party the first time or the second time, but I remember seeing the dad the third time he went back with his sister. Spoiler alert. Get over it. We're going to talk about the whole movie. It's been seven years. Actually yeah. almost eight. Um, so yeah, just that, that new year's Eve party. It just seemed out of place. And I, I guess they included it for Kit Kat. It seemed like. Maybe. You- yeah. I mean, that's where she met Jimmy. It's his first like like thing that he just regrets sort of doing, though, with the kiss at midnight. Which was so yeah. funny, that handshake. Oh, my gosh. Gave her a strong I- handshake at, at midnight. I did chuckle at that. I didn't understand what that girl's deal was. Desperate. His- just a little goofy and desperate, yeah. But I wanted to be like, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but I didn't understand why he thought he was so much more of a catch than she was. I just didn't feel anything for her. Okay. That's, I don't know. I thought, I thought he was a little mean to her in his demeanor. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Would a kiss on the cheek been better? Yes. Because that's saying, like, I'm kissing you at midnight as per tradition, but this isn't going anywhere. Oh, yeah, that's her butt. Millie is farting up a storm again. Good for her. So, I, that was my first unbelievability. I, overall, though, I would like to say I didn't find this movie too incredibly unbelievable. No. Except for like like you said, the time travel thing. 
I ha- did not know anything about this movie before I started watching it. And I know there was like a summary on Netflix, but I just kind of like pressed play to get things started. So when the dad was like, we time travel, I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was kind of like, <laughs> like dumb at that point. I was like, N- no, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, there's rules for this. This is very specific. Whatever I looked on after I was looking at some of the facts and at the top, it was in a, it was like comedy, romance, sci-fi. And I was like, oh, I guess it's very sci-fi. But uh, like to hit for him to go in the closet immediately and try it. I was like, would you go, would you guys immediately try it? Yeah. Because I would want to be like, you're wrong. Uh-huh. Like, and good it, joke. And that's what, the, that's what they were doing. He's like, but it's a joke. And he goes, but it's really not. And like, they do, them just going back and forth is really funny. Like, I like that guy. He loves dad. Bill Nye. It's his favorite character in Love Actually. Yeah, he's He is by far the star of Love Actually for me. I really do like, I like his delivery. He has that dry sense of humor, self-deprecating. It's really good. But really, does anybody like Charles Dickens? Like, really? No. I hate Charles Dickens. Exactly. That was one of my unbelievabilities, to be be honest. I was like, no. no. But I could see... Some people might say, does anyone really like Russian literature? And I would be like, oh, but I do. I think that's different. Okay, thank you. He's had two lifetimes to read all those words, though. Does anybody really like George Steinbeck? Oh, Fuck that God. guy. Right? <laughs> oh, wait, I did like the Red Pony. Is that John Steinbeck? Not George? Whatever. That's how much <laughs> I like him. Never forget the fucking turtle chapter. That's the only thing I remember about the book besides suckling the old man. Shockingly enough, John Steinbeck did write more than one book. It's true. Well, that's I only remember. Suckling the old man is our next cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) That was. I remember reading that in high school. I was like, nope, he would have just died. (laughs) (laughs) He ate drinking for my booby. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was one thing I will say. Having watched The Boys before watching um, Cobra Kai and The Karate Kid, all I could think of whenever I saw Elizabeth Shue was fucking um, Homelander Homelander sucking her titties and drinking her breast milk. I do not remember that. You probably should because it's very disturbing. It was like a big thing. Like after he killed her, spoiler alert, but this is the first season, he like kept a freezer of her breast milk. Oh, I didn't read. I I didn't watch season two. Is it in season two? Well, it's the suckling is in season one. Yeah. Oh, the actual drinking from her Mm -hmm. boob is. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Maybe I blocked it. That's like the only thing I could think of whenever I saw her. It's true. I kept repeating it. (laughs) Can you believe she, 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 Homelander suckled off her titties like the entire time. Johnny's Facebook messaging her. Spoiler alert. You got to watch Adventures in Babysitting. It would wipe Homelander right out of your mind. 
Oh, I know I've seen it once a really long time ago, but I know it's a favorite of yours. I love it. That's a ro- a rom-com. All right. Maybe we'll do that next because I really don't remember it. All right. Counts. James, unbelievability. What do you got? Not too much. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty believable movie. Not too much. A few things that I thought were kind of unbelievable was that restaurant they went to. I loved it. Like in the, com- I would never go to that. I place. would want to so bad. Like first of all, in complete darkness, get out of here. Secondly, like talking to strangers in complete darkness is like doubly unbelievable. Um, and like to like get along and like have that great like first interaction with Mary and stuff, and like get like two kind of hot chicks. Like out of the random bag of like who you're talking to, also a little unbelievable, I think. The but, ultimate rom com coincidence yeah. there. But um, the most unbelievable, <laughs> the most unbelievable thing is so stupid because when Allison and I were in London, which seems like a hundred years ago, I don't know where this is going. Uh, the only thing I remember is like in the montage of them like going to work and coming back and whatever. They stood next to each other and held hands on the escalator, which is like a huge no-no in London. Oh. Because there's like a determining, like, there's like one side's for standers, the other side's for walkers to get the fuck out of their way, which is very nice. And like, (laughs) but like, they're just standing and holding hands. I was like, no, that's not how that works over there in the the tube. You you can't do that. Did you You ride the tube when you were in London? I sure did. All by myself. Multiple times. Oh, good for you. Allison needed me to figure it out. I didn't have any trouble navigating the tube itself. I had trouble finding a station once for about four hours. <laughs> four hours? I just kind of wandered around the neighborhood in London. You mean like finally... finding like the stairs down to the station? I don't know how I got into like this. It was like just obviously urban. It was just this London neighborhood and I was walking around houses. So I wandered around until I found a drugstore. And then I was like, can you help me find the tube? <laughs> They're so nice. Yeah. It was like this little neighborhood, like one like display of medicine. Like, yeah, love. Yeah. They're so they're so nice. Um, I was so pissed though, because that's the day I went to the London Zoo and I was having a snack on a bench at the London Zoo at like ten fifteen in the morning. And I dropped Coke on my white tank top <gasps> and then I had a pop stain on my white tank top no. the entire day. Myself. That fucks up your pictures. Well, I guess selfies weren't. Bef- yeah. It was before I had a cell phone, so I was okay. No, it wasn't. I had a cell phone with me. Yeah. Dad would never have allowed me to be around London without a cell phone by myself. When was it? 2002? Yeah. Three. Oh, three. It was close. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that dad still let you do that. Hey. I was an adult. What are you going to do? A whole 22 years old, baby. Look at me now. Mm. Good for you. I had to hide my bachelorette party from him for like six months. And then I was. Well, that's where you made your mistake. Because you weren't an adult. I was only 27. You were 27. You have to invite him along and then he'll go with you. And he feels like you're safer just because he's in the same city. Honest to God, that's the secret. No, that's so dumb. (laughs) 
Unbelievable. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> it fits right into this category. <laughs> but really, uh, overall, I mean, there's nothing like too crazy happens like where you're like, "That's ah, ridiculous." I just wouldn't go to that restaurant. I, I would. I thought the restaurant idea was intriguing, but like I don't know that I would have wanted to be seated next to strangers. It was be my thing. Strangers I couldn't see. Yeah. But if you're single and like looking to mingle, mingle, <laughs> maybe you do want to go there. Because I actually wrote down, I said this, the, I said the meat cute is interesting. Mm-hmm. As if you're faceless, do you feel more liberated, liberal, whatever, to say whatever you want to say? Because that's eh, what night they don't know who you are and you can just hide in the bathroom until they leave. Yeah. Or just don't say anything and then they don't know if you're there still or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more disturbed by like what does the food actually look like? I have to I have to mouth. look at my food, so that's why I would never go there. I have to look into the Doritos bag to pick out which ones I want. <laughs> you got to look for the size with the good seasoning on it. Mm-hmm. Tongue side down. Absolutely. You got to get that little tingle. <laughs> um <laughs> I did find it unbelievable that she said she looked like a squirrel. No, you don't. She said she kind of looks like a squirrel. <laughs> no, you don't. I Not didn't care for her. I didn't care for her fringe. You you don't like fringe. Her bangs were horrible. I liked them. Nope, don't like them. I love bangs. I like bangs too, but not those ones. That's why she looked like a squirrel. Yeah, I. So maybe part of my thing with this movie is I really didn't like her character. What? I thought she was too self-deprecating. I thought she sought out too many compliments. She was too soft-spoken. I did not like her. She said she was insecure to his mom. I know. And I didn't like it. She was always fishing for compliments. I don't think she committed any rom-com crimes. No, she's not going to rom-com jail. (laughs) <laughs> that place is somewhere you don't like, want to go. Uh, I'd fucking throw Salma Hayek in there before I throw Mary in there. What? And I'm throwing Zoe Deschanel from that movie that we didn't like her in. <laughs> no, I was fine with her. She goes into <laughs> the rom-com Guantanamo, Guantanamo. Bay. <laughs> Why is this the second day in a row we've talked about Guantanamo Bay? Oh. Uh. I didn't talk we about it. We talked about Guanta- what, do, what did we talk- I mentioned it yesterday. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. No. So Selma Hayek gets thrown into rom-com jail way before Mary does because she fucking said that she, her baby died to its father and carried it to full term. That's not as bad as, do you like my frock? How about my fringe? I just got it. At least Selma Hayek committed to a decision and just went with it. Email us at toastaromcoms <laughs> at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Who deserves to go to jail more? Rom-com jail. Rom-com it's Zoe Deschanel in that movie that I can't think of the name of. 500 no. Days of Summer. Yeah, no, summer. Tom, deser- Tom deserves summer jail more than Summer. Summer goes to the gulag. <laughs> Siberia. The rom-com gulag. <laughs> She's working in the mines. She's off with David Harbour in Russia. <laughs> oh, can't wait for that. Yeah. We've still got a few months. 
Um, my unbelievable, two unbelievables in a row happen whenever Margot Robbie comes to stay with them. Charlotte, does anybody really ask somebody like to put sunscreen on them? Like I would have asked my friend. She was teasing him. It I was... think she was stringing him along. And so he did like the first take, he didn't do so well, but the second take, he squeezed the tiniest bit and was rubbing her back. It's like, that's not going to protect anybody asshole. You got to like really lay it on there. She's fair skinned too. Yeah, she is. She's blonde hair, brown eyes. You got to rub it in. Yeah. Oh, he rubbed it in. He did. He was too cool for school. The second time. I love, I love when he gets to redo stuff. (laughs) It's I, like it, like all of the beginning stuff of him using his time travel is so funny to me. Like screwing up the sunscreen on Margot Robbie, then like talking to her the last night, then talking to her the first night and she tells him to talk to her on the last night. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> My favorite part about the sunscreen scene was the dad's face. Yes! The first time around, dad's like, oh. and the second time, he's not. Yeah. A little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic it kind of goes along with what you said she's just stringing him along how he knocks on her door the last night and she's wearing like a little tiny negligee oh she knows what she's doing for sure and even the second time when he talks to her she's wearing like that skin tight teal dress just to hang out like no i don't think so yeah and she's like come on come sit down yeah (laughs) she knows what she was doing so another unbelievability i had was when the lead actor in the play couldn't remember his line. So instead of someone doing something about it, they sat there for a half an hour until he remembered. And then when Dom went back to fix it, he figured out what cue cards were and it was like fixed within five minutes. It was like, no one else could have done that. Right. Like these people have been in this business. It can't be the first time that this has happened. Like, is the playwright going to be sitting? I mean, I guess he's not the director necessarily, but like, is he going to be sitting in the crowd? I like think so. That? Okay. He's I feel guilty. Like I've seen it before. Of genius. <laughs> Does your mom still look like Andy Warhol? Yeah, that was so great. Oh no! I'm, my favorite thing that he said was like, "Please keep it down during sex." Then he, Dom goes, "That won't be a problem." He's like, "Great, there's two losers here now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he was my favorite character in this. I think it was a tie between him and the dad. I liked Uncle Desmond too. I couldn't figure out what his deal was. I didn't Just know if he had oblivious man. I I feel like there was some kind of head injury thing. Like think, a mental illness of some kind. Uh, no, I don't. I didn't get that at all. I just think he's just a guy that's oblivious to most things. He's just <laughs> he's just doing his thing. That's the title of the next rom com coming out. Just a guy who's oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> that fits. It, it does. I really like the way that in this movie they used like cock in a sentence. Like that guy's just a cock. Like I wish we could use that here because. I love that. They also use the other C word a lot. Cunt. Did they? Yes. Did they I say the word. old cunt word a lot? <laughs> the old cunt word. Not stop saying that. Not in this movie, but they do in general. How about oh, let's yeah. let's bring it back to a hard C. Hard I C. I like the old cunt word. <laughs> oh, I, I do. do too. I 
I've been reading that uh, Cormoran Strike series by Robert Galbraith, and he uses tit a lot. I just fell like a tit. That's and, funny. Like, yeah, apparently they just call themselves a tit a lot. And a cock. Strut the stuff. Do you like um, the word? Do you hate the word cock? Nope. You're weird about words. I am weird about words. What do I call it? I call it a peep. <laughs> what about I'm like I'm like Zoe Deschanel from from New Girl. I can't say it. Can't say piano. <laughs> what about dick? I don't like that either. What's your problem? <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> I gotta I gotta come up with a bunch of dick terms and see what you like better. Johnson. <laughs> One-eyed monster. <laughs> James is just like, we need to get this. He's shaking this. I'm like, I regret this already. <laughs> Tallywhacker. <laughs> Are you just That's quoting so Austin weird. Powers? No, I'm just thinking of... I'm just thinking of them. I mean, varsity, is that the whole... S- boner. That's fine. Yeah. The old bone. But we could just cut Her. in that scene. It looks like a giant Johnson. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I did not like the Kate Moss exhibit scene because I felt like he stayed there for five days straight. And I was like, he has a job, so he needs to be working. As Especially as a lawyer. That was a bit much. Yeah. And then who did he say has a poochy face? <laughs> no 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 that was rupert rupert the boyfriend that came like right at the same time that they met the first time rupert yes. called her poochy face because i wrote that word yeah, down and i was face. like no and she said don't say it in public don't say oh, it ever that's rude no one wants to have a poochy face he didn't I, say she has a poochy face he says what are we gonna do poochy face like it's just the connotation. You're either calling her a dog, or you're saying like her face is lumpy or something. Like, mm, just not. That's not good. Not good. Yeah. Um, I was surprised at that whole interaction. He was acting like such a fucking creep at the Kate Moss, but the exhibit. But they let him tag along, and then the friend gave him her exact address. I thought that was strange as well. I mean, but he has nothing to lose by she it. She was also, she seemed like a fast and loose type of person, so she like wouldn't give a shit about that kind of stuff. Fast and loose. Dress code slutty. Yeah, the dress code <laughs> was slutty. <laughs> How she made him eat the undercooked hot dogs. She was like, have a hot dog, undercooked and disgusting. <laughs> that was my next unbelievable was that that party. She well, like, would, she hired like a DJ for a house party. Yeah, that did seem weird to me because it's not like you're out in the country or something. She's in an apartment building or a town home, and the neighbors don't want to hear that. So unless it stopped at like nine p.m., it's a happening thing in London. Jolly old London. I'm from <laughs> London. Wait, what's that from? Paul Rudd you says sound it. Like from London, it was that forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. What is it? Forgetting Sarah Marshall, of course. Whenever movie. Paul Rudd says to Russell Brown, you sound like you're from London. 
<laughs> you sound just as bad as he did. <laughs> it was on purpose. <laughs> now do it for serious and see what happens. Oi, you sound like you're from London. <laughs> <laughs> you spent a lot of time there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Do you like my accent? I'm just looking through my notes. I think I'm done. I think I'm done with unbelievability. You had one. Oh, you know what? One more unbelievable. When his sister gets in that car accident, I thought she was going to be dead. And then when she just had like kind of cut up face and he still went back and like to change it, I was like, I mean, why? Like, why, what, why is it worth going back to say like she just got in a quasi serious car accident? Like, it's not like she's disfigured or paralyzed or killed or like she just like had a bruised cut up face from getting in an accident in her fiat panda i completely agree and i was like and i was like why like why are you going back to fix this Mm -hmm. so I, i i didn't understand that part i think he was trying to save her a lot of like mental strife as well. Like I think he wanted to go back in time and just erase Jimmy. Yeah, but that ended up being what she needed to get over Jimmy in the for in the first place, anyways. Like she ended up with like she's like, you know what? I should get away from him and not drink and whatever. And like it, it was just weird. It was weird that he wanted to undo that so bad. I thought that Rachel McAdams had a big point when she was like, "It's not going to be fixed unless she fixes it herself." Mm-hmm. And so. Even when he went back in time, he was still fixing it for her by giving her that second opportunity. So I I agree with you, James. He just had to learn. He just had to learn about time travel. It was teaching him a lesson. I also had I had two more unbelievabilities. They're kind of small, but I'm going to say it. How she says she looks awful in that blue dress. And she it, looks too lumpy. And it was amazing. She looked great. It was amazing. Right. That. And then. She was trying on how many dresses did she try on? Eight? Something yeah, and like he left that. he left a three year old by herself for that long. What the fuck did you think was gonna happen? Like any any parent knows you don't leave a three year old alone for twenty minutes or longer, depending on how long fast she can change. Yeah, why didn't so. he just bring her up? Right. Or make the mom just walk downstairs every time she changed. Oh, that sounds exhausting. <laughs> she was in a hurry. Not the not the parenting, like however many children they had at that point, but uh two. <clears throat> oh, when she said it, let's have another one and there it it would have made three, it was like, Don't you dare. That's way too many. Oh, he dared. But it was a security child. It was a, yeah, the security insurance. child. And An sh- insurance baby. So we can have two happy dummies in case one is really smart. <laughs> Which I loved. This is really funny. I'm good with unbelievability. Not a whole lot. I think I'm done, but there might be another one that pops up. Do you want to do another drink now? Or do you want to wait? Okay. Oh, I do have one on more unbelievability. Um, I thought Kit Kat was like too affectionate. With like how much she was kissing Mary and kissing everybody and like jumping on them and cuddling she them. She was kind of wild. She was a little too much. I hated her. Yeah. I, I said it. I agree with you on that. I I did not care for her either. Yeah. 
she was just needy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, insecure as well. She's just a free spirit. I hate free spirits. Follow the rules, assholes. Or you go to rom-com jail. Dude, I fucking love rules. I mean, what else is going to hold society together? (laughs) I love rules. Good employee handbook. Tell me what I can and cannot do. I'm all for it. Should have been in Washington, D.C. two days ago. Just bullhorning it. This is against the rules. (laughs) (laughs) That would have really done a lot. I would have gotten shot. (laughs) Probably. Or like somebody would have had a bow and arrow more like and shot me with that. That's what would have happened. That fucking ass clown with the spear. Yeah. Could have like javelined me. Hmm? There you go. I really hope they arrest that fucker. I hated him. Still do. I still hate him. Still do. Yep. All right. New drink. New drink. All right. We're we're recording now. I don't even know what we were talking about. Obstacles, baby. None. You don't think him lying about going back in time would be an obstacle? Like having to hide that fact from her? No. It's not true because they hit it off great the first time. He just screwed it up when he tried to fix that play. Like they would have been together. That's why you don't have to lie about it. I didn't understand completely why he felt compelled to fix the play. Because he has a lot of empathy. Like he's a, he, good, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He really cares. Like he really cares about Harry. He even though Harry's kind of like a shitbird. Um, oh, but Harry cares about him too. I know. And this is this drink gets better the more alcohol you have. Really? Yeah, I like it this time around. Uh, and you put more alcohol in it? No, I've just had more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, James is drinking. Yeah, update my second drink. Since I'm the resident Mountain Dew expert, <laughs> I love that. I need to get you a shirt that says that Mountain Dew Major Melon. I've never heard of that it's, before. It's very new. I think I saw it in Walmart, and I had to grab it. So, so it's not sponsored, but it's like a watermelon. A it's a watermelon Mountain Dew, and it's not my favorite. It's not Code Red. It's not white out. It's all right. I don't know if I would like constantly drink it. What? Do you want to try it? Yes. Oh. What does this mean? Jerking off. <laughs> That's what uh, I thought too. So, so it, it's very watermelon heavy on the front. Like it tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher at first. And then it just kind of finishes like Mountain Dew. So it's, so it's kind of a lot. The watermelon cartoons on here are very aggressive it's a very aggressive it's like a very mean looking watermelon <laughs> with an army hat on there's like a army watermelon helmet. with like spiky teeth with like a tongue going out kind of like freddy krueger-esque yeah, like it's, it's major melon could it have defended the capital better than the capital police did i think so whoa it's like a, a lot that's really weird, but I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. Like I'll drink it slowly, but it's not like I'm gonna um, like I'm gonna go get more. <laughs> well, I'll drink it slowly. Well, I mean, like the case that I got. I, like I know I you know. you got a funny. case of it, and you like regretted it, and it was really funny when we were in Giant Eagle the other day. I didn't want to point it out. They were selling them individually. Oh, they also had the big cases too, or the twelve cases. Twelve. But it's good. I mean, it's it's not, but it's not code red. The second sip is, like, the first sip is, like, kind of shocking. 
Yeah, it's like you get used to it. Like, like the first, I've only had this one can before this, and then like halfway through the first can, I like lost the huge watermelon bite, and then it just kind of tasted like Mountain Dew that didn't taste exactly like Mountain Dew. So it's just kind of like you kind of lose it, but it's not bad. That's the Mountain Dew corner for today's episode. Mountain Dew corner. So you think there? You think that the time travel would be an obstacle? Has she find if she finds out? I think so. Do you think like, the mom knew that the dad could do it? You, like he never said like you couldn't tell people. Was that part sister. of his rules? But yeah, he's- did the sister not know anymore after they went back in time and then he fixed it? Correct. Yeah. Oh. I like the rules. I like the rules as well. However, it would have been an obstacle if the dad hadn't have gotten sick and like she wanted him to fix the manuscript, but he wouldn't let she wouldn't let him leave the room. So it would have been an obstacle eventually. True. I, that's what that's what I think. So that's my only thing. It may not be an obstacle now, but an obstacle later, if he had kept time traveling, would be keeping it from her. Because I don't know if you like. I, I'm sure you picked up on it. Like they made comments about how things are going badly at work, and then all of a sudden, John like comes through with this big yeah. fix and yeah, saves he, the day. He's a great barrister. Why did they wear the wigs? I hate those fucking wigs. I know it's tradition, but they just look so fucking dumb. Get a wig that fits your head, not a wig that doesn't cover half your hair. Get a head that fits your wig. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> They're barristers. It's like the paper crowns for Christmas. It's a British tradition. We don't get it, but we need to respect it. All right. Leave you the wigs still look alone. Just like boiling water on a kettle, not in the microwave. Because <laughs> it's, it's the super same fast. Result. Same it, results, faster. No, it's not. So the like voltage on like UK uh, outlets is like better than ours. So they're like electric kettles that like heat up water, like does it in like thirty seconds. How do you know this? I listen to British people. <laughs> That sounds scientific to me. No, one of the, one of the shows that I used to follow like had a British dude, and like they all talked about it. Like they're like the electric kettles in America are not the same. Like with our one ten volt, like you know, like the three prong thing that we have. Yeah, it takes like literally twice or three times as long as like an electric kettle in England because of the way they're like they're same. You know, different. same with a stove. I feel like it takes longer with know. a stove. You know what we should do? We should taste test tea made with microwave boiled water <laughs> and stove wa- boiled water and see if we can tell. I Maybe love taste difference. I love that. Let me look and see really quick to see how many listeners we have from the UK and see if it would be worth it. Oh, they all think we're psycho. I don't give a shit. We are psycho. <laughs> it is, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would probably r- rather have the boiled water from the kettle um because they don't do this, like like this week we had three listeners from the united kingdom i don't think it's worth it oh it's worth it 
How else can we entice them to listen to us? Oh, I did. You probably lost all of them with you and Bernard's British accents. They're like, fuck these people. We don't need to listen to them make fun of our accents. It was more of us making fun of ourselves as Americans. Hello. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. You're a Our- daft boozer. <laughs> Worse. No, I love the UK. I think they're great. It's awesome over there. So we're done with obstacles? Yeah. I think so. There really wasn't much. I mean, he he didn't really, like, he he was pretty straight and narrow. He doesn't deserve to go to rom-com jail for anything. He's not a dick. He's a good person. He didn't have sex with Margot Robbie. Yeah. That was a really big... Here's, here's what I thought. I thought he was going to have sex with her and go back in time and not do it. So he could at least do it once, but then go back and technically not do it. That would have made him too shitty. I know. But I thought it was a possibility. He could have. I love. He could have undone it. This is a really good way to... Just, to... just to see. This is a really good way to set off chemistry. Is he... I love that scene whenever he walks her to her door and then he straight up runs to propose to Mary and then he tries to wake her up and she goes, don't be selfish. I'm sleeping. It's bad. (laughs) She had said at the beginning of that day, I just want to lay in bed all day and I didn't take her out of her word, but she literally laid in bed all day and I was so jealous. Yeah. That's literally all we did yesterday. That's Allison and I's uh, like whole life right now. I mean, we took down Christmas stuff yesterday. It was exhausting. So we would have done it again, except I made her go to the bank this morning. I was so mad. (laughs) I got up from sitting down at 832 this morning to get my daughter out of bed. And then I sat down again for lunch at 1202. That's Hmm. it. Yep. We have a boxer, which is a very high energetic dog. There's multiple pictures of her on our Instagram account. Check it out. Um, boxers are classically highly energetic dogs. We have made her a couch potato because that's our lifestyle. Yeah. She lays down and watches TV. She's the tidiest boxer I've ever seen though. She's very little. She's cute. Thank you. Now I saw my daughter and I were looking at pictures. We were looking for pictures of our boys with backpacks on because she's like obsessed with backpacks and we used to have them. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But we didn't find any, but we did see that picture at dad's old house in McMurray where there were the boys and Minerva as a puppy just sitting in the basement. Millie. Whatever. Wait, and I don't have that picture. Oh, well, it was very cute and she liked it. Can you send it to me? Maybe. That sounds adorable. If I, if, I, if I don't do it within by 5 p.m., email me because I forgot. Okay. Um, I fell in love. Oh, sorry. We fucking skipped chemistry. Not important. <laughs> chemistry? Great. Domo Gleason is awesome. I did not like the chemistry. Uh, what? Uh, you go to rom-com like jail. <laughs> I didn't like the chemistry. Because you hated Mary? Because she hated Mary. I did not like Mary, and I thought they just kept talking over each other, and they never really listened to each other until 
I did think the chemistry got better the longer they were in their relationship. But when they were before they were married, when they were just getting together, I did not like their chemistry. I thought it was adorable. Like okay. the first dinner scene and even the second dinner scene. Yeah. Whenever she's talk- when he's talking about her reading. And then I living. didn't like that. Oh, I it's did great. Not like it. I know. They were listening to each other. I just thought it was a weird conversation, the reading and the prostitution. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, they're just busting each other's balls and wouldn't let it go at the same time. And they yeah. just kept like talking during each other and like, oh, yeah, with the prostitutes, you get to think about that all the time, huh? <laughs> like, how can you not love the way he asked her to dinner? Like, we can get more than one starter. At least 10. At least 10. I loved it. You don't remember this. No, I do remember it. I was a little worried because I heard a big thump and things started shaking. Oh, that was Millie Dog just <clears throat> toppling the whole computer desk. Yeah, she ran into oh, the right. desk. I think she was trying to lay under the desk, but was actually too big for it. Um, I also really liked how she wanted him to walk her home or walk to her car. And then he was like, this is a really far walk, which in the IMD fact, IMDB facts. Oh, you read them. Six miles. Wow. Yeah, so that is a really long walk. I did think that was cute. I Unbelievable. But it, is, but it is believable because when we were in London, they told us this restaurant was a short walk and it was like two miles away. <laughs> so a moderate walk might be six. They were like, oh, what are you looking for? Oh, there's a place a short walk away. Now. 30 fucking minutes later and I'm so fucking hungry and we get there and we have to wait in line twice. Because there's a first line to get into the building, and then there's a first, and then there's a second line to when get you a have table. to. <sighs> but it at was the, the best end, meal. It was of the best life. meal we've ever had. So there you go. No, it wasn't better than Victorian Alberts. I think it was. I do. Is that the, I, is that the Indian food? Yeah, you had? the shoom. If you are in the UK, you probably have heard about it. Or if you were planning to go to the UK, go to this restaurant. It's an Indian restaurant called Dishoom. Don't D- walk there. D I S H O O M. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> They don't need to be sponsored because people fucking lined up forever to go to it. It was a really nice touch, though, that they were handing out like little like tiny like lemonades. And I felt like I was in the other guys (laughs) because they were giving like the cucumber waters out to everybody in line. It really did help my mood, though, because I was drinking it. I was like, wow, this is great. The cucumber really accents. The and then water. they would keep going, and then they're like another one, and I'd be like, "Yes, please." We probably had like five or six of those because they, but just they were this going. big. Yeah, they're like little like sample cup things. Oh, oh, it's like the little water cups that Kate Winslet had in Holiday. Okay, sake. I'll have to post the drinks that we had from Dishoom or the food. But I took like a lot of pictures of the drinks that we had because they had like these very specialty crafted cocktails that were gorgeous. They even had a very fancy non-alcoholic one that I had, I believe. It's getting more and more popular, by the way. Hey, shout out to everybody taking care of the, the dooski brisky people. The non-drinkers. I have Locktails. a Yeah, I have another friend who doesn't drink and we went out... I guess before our second lockdown. Um, and I was like, a lot of restaurants have um, mocktails. Why don't you look and see? And so she looked and she was like, wow, this is so nice. It was like a strawberry basil kind of juice. Should we be doing that? Mocktails? Yeah. If you want no. to. 
I like alcohol. <laughs> Which pro- I don't know. I'll think about it. All right. Because sometimes I just drink so I can post something. Oh, well then do mocktails. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I like that idea. Switch it up. So, chemistry. I don't like it. You guys like it. We like it. Like I, I even have more to say. I like the dad and the son's chemistry better than I like the son's chemistry with the wife. I, I think Bill Nye and Domhnall Gleeson's chemistry, fantastic. I just think... Which is why the end is so heart-wrenching and just stabs you in the gut a hundred times. Yeah, I, I think Bill Nye is a phenomenal actor. So do I. I, I think he's great. Um, like, little things... And, we're, and we don't mean the science guy. <laughs> Although he's great too. Can you imagine how fucked up how fucked up someone would be if like until that point they thought we were talking about the science guy? Maybe they're still hungover from New Year's. Maybe. Three weeks later they're like, <laughs> I gotta stop drinking. Um, the table tennis was really cute. All of the dry humor between the two of them was really cute. And the fact that the dad could pick up on like just the nonverbal cues. Like he knew when he was visiting him at his funeral, like he carried that knowledge with him. So you, that unspoken knowledge that he had was shocking. But at the same time, you're like, man, all right, this dad really knows his son. About unbelievability. I'm glad I didn't do it in the beginning. Cause it is about the very end, but basically spoiler alert, the dad gets diagnosed with lung cancer. Excuse me. And he's crying. Yeah, I'm crying. I'm all choked up. I, he burped. But uh, the major melon's getting to me. <laughs> he's fighting back, the major melon. Major melon and crease together at last. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what I was going to say is he said that he couldn't go back to fix it because obviously we learn. That if you go back before you have your kid, it changes the sperm that goes in there. It changes your kid. from So he couldn't go back before he had his kids to like undo smoking or whatever the thing, whatever it was. But he he said we we caught it early, but it wasn't soon enough. But like his kids are like 28 years old. Like there's, he still has like twenty some years that he could easily go back and like go to the doctors and say like, "Hey, can you like, I don't feel right. Can you take a CT scan of my lungs and catch it like, super mega early and not die from it?" From what like, th- like they kind of tried to explain it away, but when I was sitting there thinking, I was like, he could easily go get diagnosed sooner. It's like but, twenty years. But maybe that's what he's trying to teach you. It's like time can't, like going back in time can't fix everything. Well, I know. That's what the whole movie's about, but he easily could have fixed that. That was. He's going to die. He's going to die regardless at some point, but I'm just saying, like, he could have not died from cancer. That was the point where I was like, nope. He got to the house and the baby wasn't the same baby. And I was like, nope, I'm done with this movie. It's way too serious for me. Yeah. I was like, how much movie? How much time until it's over? I really? can't. Really, I'm really sorry about it. I love this movie. I, I was 
I was really upset about a lot of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there, I was like, I can't believe Allison suggested this as a rom com, and I'm low key but really kind of mad at I'm really sorry. Actually, my last note, if you can believe it, sorry about the sadness. Dot dot dot. Because we were both crying too. But it's like a good movie. At the end, movie. though, Al- Al- Allison goes, Marie's going to hate this movie. <laughs> and she was right. My last note was, I thought one of them was going to get hit by a car as they crossed the street. <laughs> That's where I thought the movie was going legit. I thought one of the... I thought she was going to get sick. Like, I thought I thought Mary was going to end up being, like, sick or killed or something. I thought the last scene was so cute whenever he's dropping his daughter off at the school and they wave and she keeps coming back for a wave. I just It think- is really cute. But it's just sad. But it's still sad. Yeah. It's but- still sad because his dad just died and he said a final goodbye to his dad. But he got to do and not only does he say a final goodbye, he does it like three times. More. It, it, like, it gets you a, like, a ton of times because he's like Oh, now my third kid's on the way, and this is the last chance I can possibly ever have in my life to go talk to my dad again. Which is like a cheat, because he got a gift that nobody else could have. Right. Except except his son, which is, I think he, his middle kid was a son, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one That's was for sure a boy, and then you couldn't tell from the third one I was too young. Okay. Um. Yeah, so he'll be able to pass that along to his son on the 21st birthday. But I'm really sorry that you hated this movie. I really liked it. I will watch it again. I do. I just think uh, it's, it's, it's heavy. It's heavy, but all the actors it's are great. heavy. I think there are parts where you laugh. I think it's kind of like a Silver Linings playbook where it's not supposed to be a comedy, but there are parts where you laugh, but there are other heavy parts. I think this movie is heavier in its entirety than Silver Linings Playbook. For sure. <clears throat> but I can I can understand the comparison. But Silver Linings Playbook ended on a lighter note than this movie did, so it doesn't seem as emotionally wrenching. Yeah. That's what that is. I would like to go back. I felt to- fine though, like because he did when he told his when he learned his dad's secret of like living life normally and then going back and then just like knowing how it's gonna play out. So like not giving like not sweating it and just enjoying the details. I was like, well, his dad got to live like two lifetimes. Yeah. Yes. His like, and that's it's a lot of life. And he was a happy guy. Like he loved his family. He wasn't a piece of shit. Like. I loved being able to see the love between him and the mom. It seemed like... And Desmond. The men really, like, advanced the theories. Like, he was like, well, then I'll just make a lot of money. And the dad was like, it's not worth it. Right. This is why. And then the dad told him his secret for happiness. And then the son was like, but he didn't get to this part, which I'm now adding into this. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I like at the fact at the end that he said, I don't really travel any time travel anymore because I'm just so happy and I've learned so much from it. I, that's why I think it is truly like a heartwarming movie. It is. It's heartwarming. It's just really sad. And 
only watch it if you want to cry. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. If you need to cry, watch it. True. If you want to stay happy, don't. Yeah. If you've had a family member recently die, don't. Oh, my God. Yeah, or maybe even, like, are a parent. I feel like that's probably why Maria is, like, bumping up against it so much. No, I mean, or mostly a father. (laughs) Yeah. I think it could go anyway. (laughs) I think it could go anyway. But I I will say that I think a lot of it, like, James is not wrong. Like, having a kid, there are a lot of times where I'm like, man, I just really wish I could talk to mom about when she did this and when she did this and what happens if this. Like, it'd be great. Like, and there are a lot of people I do talk to, but, like, nothing matches your mom. I know. Because mom always had the best advice. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> she always knew. Now we should put ourselves in rom-com jail because we're really being downers right now. You're in rom-com jail. Rom-com jail. Do you know what this movie had that I love? What? A montage. The Passage of Time. Oh my God. Yes. The Subway Montage. I love the Subway Montage. I thought it was cute. Except for that band live playing the actual song. Yes. That is exactly why I cringe that fucking band. And it was like American folk music. Uh, like in a folk band with like a f- mandolin Allison and like a fiddle. It. I can tell by her face she fucking loved it. <laughs> the she song didn't bother me. It was that they were actually there in the subway. Like I, it was a, I, it was a weird choice. I, I, they could have just not been there and just let the music play. I agree with that. Sorry, Alice. <laughs> Is it? It's got to be. It's got to be an actual. Up middle finger. The fact that they were in the movie, it has to be a band that like is famous or something, right? Like that. I. I don't know. Oh, another. <laughs> She's trying to lay on the smallest pillow I've ever seen. She's giving it her best shot. I'm taking a video so I can post it because it's like pathetic but funny at the same time because we've taken all of her chairs and the cat is laying on the office chair um i did love the wedding i thought the wedding was very romantic i love the ill mondo the dad mouthing or (laughs) the um tim mouthing the words and the dad dancing did not like that i loved it well she did it for him yeah i liked after the wedding when the weather started except i was super worried about the cake yeah whenever they did anyone rescue the cake i don't think so i think the cupcakes were goners and they looked really good too yeah one of them was a baker it seemed like because those birthday cupcakes also looked good oh yeah those purple ones by the way just an update still trying to get comfortable on that pillow we're going on a minute and her didn't get any part of her body on the pillow (laughs) <laughs> but it's really cute. <laughs> um, no, the, the wedding was interesting. I thought he was gonna go back in time for the weather and pick a different day, but no. then they, but then they did that like he th- they did it for the best man speech thing, where it was really funny. Like he had to go through all the guys to see who's gonna do a good one. I thought that dad was a cool choice. I also thought it was interesting that 
the dad giving one was not a given, like kind right. of a difference between the American culture and the British culture. Like the dad always gets one. Right. And it was really interesting, like rule wise, where it was like he was no longer in control because his dad was then not happy with his speech. And then he used his time traveling powers to go do it again. Yes, I agree. Just the fact that both of them could change history with each other was cool. I thought it was also wonderful that Mary stayed by Tim's side whenever his sister was having all of that trouble. Like she was faithfully by his side that entire time. Well, I think she cared for Kit Kat too, even though we didn't. So yeah, I'm just saying there's a lot of evidence to back up the chemistry. There's a lot. I don't think that was chemistry. I think that was just doing the right thing i don't i disagree there's so many rom-coms that we have where they don't do that shit i'm just talking out of my ass i don't know you're just trying to i'm throwing i'm just backing up my opinion my baseless opinion moment they fell in love i think he fell in love with her at the first moment that conversation did it for him i completely agree Mm -hmm. the the eating in the dark um but for her I don't know if you really see it. Well, she really she really seemed to like him too cuz she was the one that said I really want to see you again and he was like you will. So she like liked him a lot. Yeah, but she doesn't remember that. Well, I understand that. It was after they after their meeting at the art gallery. So like they met at the party, right? Mm-hmm. because he rewinded again mm-hmm. so probably their third meeting she invited him back mm-hmm. i would say that the love happened when after that after the after the third sex back. The third that did sex. Crap. That did crack me up. She was like, would my dream guy just do it once? And I was like, oh, but it's the third time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I really liked how he poked her in the back at the art gallery. Oh my god, that was so funny! <laughs> it was like a double poke. It was so, so awkward. So awkward. <laughs> He's such a social moron in this movie. <laughs> for the first half of the movie, at least, first openly ginger table tennis champion. Yeah. It- this movie, if anything, has given me the phrase openly ginger, which is very funny. <laughs> also, too orange. How he's describing him at the beginning. Too tall, too skinny, too orange. It only worsens in the sun. You get more orange. That is true. You know that. James, you're looking particularly orange today. Mm-hmm. I think it's the lighting. It's shining directly on his hair, making him look more orange. <laughs> I'm definitely not as orange as Donald Gleason, and he's not as orange as uh, his friend Jay. Jay did look like a Muppet. <laughs> but I'm but definitely not as orange as Donald Gleason. Uh, I feel like you. it's not orange. It's more of like that like nice coppery. It's like you don't look like a weirdo. It's like a nice coppery, like ginger, not overwhelmingly orange. I'm just saying my hair is not as red as Donald Gleason's. It's not. Oh. It's I'm not even close. Okay. Do you think he's talking out of his ass? 
Marie, Marie thinks I'm I'm lying somehow, and I that is the most insane honey, thing. Honey, you guys have the same color hair. That is ins- that is ridiculous. His hair is just longer. No. His his hair is so much redder than mine. I hair. I think I actually think his hair is blonder than yours, and yours is more red. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna send you this. This might be. It's really hard. Like, granted, I'm looking at this in your artificial light in here, because usually I don't think you're as red haired as you look right now. Yeah. Well, that's because it, I click. I don't know. I'm telling you, in real life, for real life, you know what I look like, Marie. He has more red hair than me. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just am saying he's way more ginger <laughs> than me. There's nothing wrong with being a ginger. He's way more openly ginger than I am. <laughs> Hang on. I'm trying to find like a good picture of your hair color because I just sent Marie a picture of Domo Gleason. And I'm trying to find like a recent picture of you with your hair. What What viewing is that from? What HBO? He was on that... Phoebe Waller Bridges series. That's what that's from. I think he's really cute. I like him with the longer hair versus the shorter hair. Yeah, me too. I think it softens his facial features. They kept, say- I think- <laughs> they kept saying he had a bad haircut through the whole movie. <laughs> I, I thought that was so funny. I also thought it was true. <laughs> hey. Hey. When you're openly ginger, you have to have a good haircut. I cannot find a good picture of your hair. Because oh. it changes colors with the light. It it might. It does. I honestly think it does. It depends on the light and the time of season. I like that the picture you sent of Domo Gleason to me it is French, I think. The article is actually all in French. Thriller, Sir Fond de Comédie Romantique. Yes, it's French for sure. Nah. So, are you taking a picture? Okay, good. He's taking a picture of himself right now and sending it to you. <laughs> because every single picture recently. Oh, here's a good one. Here, I got it. I got it. Doesn't matter. I'll send this one too. All right, you're gonna have a lot of pictures of James. Not <laughs> weird in it. any way. I'm going to print them and put them in my daughter's room since she's in love with him. Although. <laughs> you have some competition. My nephew is some competition. Hey, yes. It is what it is. That's right. You got some work to do. Yeah, that picture. The Taco Bell picture is fantastic. Oh, uh, I love it. I think it looks great. That's what, I yeah, think it, it's an awesome picture. It is. It is surprisingly a good picture of me. It's very flattering. You look very trim. I am not. <laughs> N- we Neither of us are. I like the selfie of you. <laughs> Let me see it. Boom. <laughs> Your hair looks very red in that picture. It's, it's, you look like equally it, orange. It is this light. Uh, it's the light, for sure. You look too orange. We only have one shitty yellow light in this room because all the other ones burn out. And we're too that's, called the, that's what we call the Irwin dimmer over here. That's how, we, that's how we dim the lights in Irwin. We just unscrew all the light bulbs until there's one left. Um, Easy question. Do they stay together? Absolutely. Yep. yep. Iconic uh, scene. Iconic Ooh. scene. Oh, I had an easy one for this too. But what the fuck was it? I think it was the wedding for me when they're running out of the weather. Yeah, I agree. 
Although I have to say it's a tough one. It kind of depends on who you think the most important relationship is. If it's the dad and Dom, it's going to, the table tennis scene will change. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I think it's table tennis. If you think it's the dad and Mm -hmm. him, um, and the wedding, what did you think about the red wedding dress? I had, I wasn't sure to be honest. Like, Same. I'm by the way, which fan. is why we said Lady in Red is the drink. Yeah. What is, that out. What'd you say? I said, by the way, that's why the Lady in the Red, Lady in Red is the drink. Yeah. I, I had mixed feelings about it. I'm not opposed to wedding dresses that aren't white, but red is pretty jarring. It's a very traditionally. bold choice. I think red and black are very jarring choices because black is making a, sur- an, a surge right now. I I did think she looked great, mm-hmm. but it would not have been my choice. I agree. I like blush dresses, like those faintly pink or like champagne. I think that's really pretty. And I've even seen some like very light, light, light blue ones that are mixed with like ivory that are really pretty. Almost reminiscent of like a crazy rich Asians dress. When I was younger and by younger i mean like 25 or 26 i tried on a gold dress one time and i was like oh this would be great as a wedding dress so i could see gold as well just because it's not a color a lot of people see a lot of the time your dress was ivory yeah my skin tone white wood just didn't look as good to me yeah so but i think ivory still considered white in wedding dress world right so, all right, iconic scene that was for you, James. I've been thinking this whole time, and I can't really think of like. This is why you should take tough. notes. No, I know exactly what happened through the whole movie. I almost want to say. I really liked the I I liked them in the diner on that third. The third time they met or whatever. The prostitute reader. Yeah, like that. I like that. I like um I like him using his time travel to have sex with her over and over again and keep getting could, better and better at I that. I could see that being an iconic scene. Because that's what I wanted to include something with the time travel, and that's really he like that's really the only one I would pick out of all the other ones. Like going back to the Kate Moss exhibit thing was weird. The, the party thing he only did it that one time like but like the yeah i think i'm gonna go with having sex with her three times in a row with time travel <laughs> okay <laughs> to get better and better at it i could see that final thoughts um like i said i don't really consider this a rom-com sorry i think it was true no that's okay i yeah, think it was too it's a dramatic. drum it's a drum-com do yeah. you regret watching it I'd have to get back to you on that. That's a lame answer. I don't regret I, watching. I think it was a really good movie. I agree. It's a good movie. But when you say, do you regret watching it? To me, I was expecting something different. So it kind of set my mood, something different than what actually happened. That's, I started watching it and I was like, Oh, I'm feeling guilt <clears throat> for having Marie watching this. But it's so good. 
Like, it is a good movie. It makes you think about life. But if you don't want to think, it's not what you're looking for. True. In terms of rom-coms, I think I probably give it a three out of five. Three out of five for sure. I agree. If I'm I'm talking about a regular movie, I go probably 4.5 out of five. Yeah, it is a very good movie, and I think it's a healthy blend. Mm -hmm. So... What was I going to say? Oh, the reason, like, I thought it was really, really sad, but I think I set my expectations for even sadder because I thought he wasn't going to be able to, like, I, I when when I, he had the time travel, I was like, oh, no, he's going to, like, not be able to fix her dying. Like, like I was like, it's going to, like, I was so ready for that, that when it was just his old dad who also could time travel and live two lifetimes. Like I cried and was really upset and was just like sad for the last 20 minutes of the movie. But it's more of like an accept, like something that I could accept because I was really ready for her to just like for him not be able to fix whatever was wrong with her. So I was, I I was ready for worse. And that's why I think I wasn't as upset with the end. So maybe I just set my expectations for really sad. I was going to say something, but I don't remember what it was, but I feel like it was a good point. I've seen this movie on a bunch of BuzzFeed lists, but, and then you recommended it and I was like, oh, well maybe it's a different movie than the one that I've seen on BuzzFeed lists. And then I was watching it and it got to that scene and I was like, oh wait, it's not the different movie. It is going to be sad. (laughs) But how many rom-coms have we seen where like parents die? How many rom-coms have we seen where someone dies or attempts to die? Like tons, like all of them. Almost all of them. You need it. One might argue you need it. What's that? I said one might argue you need it in a rom-com. Go to rom-com jail. (laughs) (laughs) Sentence to rom-com jail. All right. I think I'm done. Okay. I think I'm done too. I'm sorry that I upset you. I remember what I was going to say. I was like trying to hold, <laughs> I was trying to hold in my tears at the end. And like, whenever I do that, I forget to breathe. <laughs> and I was like, I just got to breathe, man. <laughs> I just got to get it out and like, just breathe. So I'm going <sighs> and like also crying. <laughs> Bernard was like, I can't believe your sister. <laughs> like, up so he watched it too. Did he finish it? Um, he watched until like the final goodbye and then he went upstairs. Oh, one thing that was really funny is that whenever he met her parents <laughs> and yeah, we that was over funny. That. He was like, Definitely are we like having this. sex? Yes, but no oral. And then he just blurts out no oral sex. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that as well. It's just, it's funny, but there's just an overwhelming sad part at the end. It's overwhelming is the key word. And no matter if you're prepared for it, it'll still get you. Yeah, that's true. So even though we spoiled the whole movie, if you haven't seen it, it's a good movie and you should watch it, but just be prepared to be sad and maybe you'll never watch it once. This was the second time for me and I think it was better the second time. Wow. Like having sex with Rachel McAdams. Even better the third time? Yeah. So get ready for number three. <laughs> <laughs> what movie are we going to do next, Maria? Are we going to do... I don't know what the list is. 
Um, I have it right here. Okay. So what are the possibilities for you that you've never seen? Well, we did just talk about adventures and babysitting. Right. Love potion number nine. Okay. Or uh, truth about cats and dogs. Okay. I say adventures of babysitting over or like takes over for truth about cats and dogs. Okay. So substitute that in, but let's do love potion number nine. And then I really want to do The Duff. That's a light movie that you don't need to think about. <laughs> the Duff was funny. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. Uh, and, then I'll, and then I'm going to put The Duff. All right. Love Potion number nine is up next, guys. Wait. I think maybe we should just go on like a teen movie thing. Because okay. The Duff would start that. Okay. So maybe do Love Potion number nine. Then advent- Well, Adventures and Babysitting is teen too. So we could go to the death and then teen and then adventures and babysitting and then keep going. Yeah. That sounds good. Is that creepy to like, for like, I don't think so. Okay. They're a huge part of the movie world. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right. Well, we're going to try to go for a walk now and probably try to take the cat. No, we're not. Yeah, I am. I'm going to see how she does in the backpack. She's not going to do great. That's well, I'm taking her to the vet in the fucking backpack, so we gotta well, try it out. Fine with that, but you're, she's not gonna. All be right, guys, walk. please rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe. Email us at a to, at toastyromcoms at gmail dot com. Instagram is at toastyromcoms, and Twitter is at a toastyromcoms. Please click those stars, please, please, please. You guys are listening. Just. Give us some feedback. If you listen and you like it and you're going to listen again, just click the stars. It's super easy. I've started doing it on the podcast I listen to, honestly. Like Conan with Gorley and Rust, like all these podcasts that I listen to, I just click those stars. Because as a podcaster, I've now learned, just got to click those stars. It helps them out. Click the stars, please. We beg of you, click the fucking stars. It'll get us more attention. Until next week when we talk about love potion number nine. Watch up. Drink up. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.